can talk about sports. We can talk about anything. That's the beauty of the title man cave. Yeah, I mean, time appropriate. You got Christmas coming up. Yeah. What is what is Christmas? Being a man in Christmas look like? Mm, you have to be in touch with your emotions. I think otherwise you're just gonna be a consumer. Be it's all commercial stuff. I mean, because I think Christmas is an emotional time of year for most people. I just met with a lady who was depressed today. I was out and about. Her son had died this a year ago. So yeah, she's... it's safe to assume if you haven't gone through a tragedy around this time of year, it's safe to assume that it's a fun time. But I don't know if just this time of year. I mean, let's say your mom or dad died in June. Then June's <laughs> the rough year. I know, but Christmas is still sucky because it's like it's always the first Christmas without they're not here. Fill in the blank. Them. Right. So my aunt just passed away. So not too long ago. Is your uncle still around? Yeah, he's. So this he's, is the first Christmas. Yeah, it was the first Thanksgiving. It right. was the first birthday party, <laughs> first and now Christmas is here, and it's the first Christmas without her. And so, what was her it, name? Her name is Connie. Connie. Aunt Connie. Did you call her Aunt Connie or Aunt? I called her Aunt. Can- aunt or Aunt? Some people are. Yeah, I, I never understood the whole Aunt. <laughs> I don't get that either, man. I was like Aunt. Like, you say coupon or coupon? Coupon. It's a coupon or a coupon. Coupon. You say coupon. I don't say cube. There's no Q in there. Well, say nuclear or do you say nuclear? Nuke. Nuclear. Yeah, that's incorrect. Do you know how it's spelled? There's no Q in there. So <laughs> it doesn't call for a quote. It's nuclear. N-U. And then the word clear. Right. But Who I gets think to decide the pronunciation? George Bush. He was the freak. He's the one that really got it's called out nuclear. I want to do Trump hands with all the presidents now. <laughs> That's it huge. Belong. It's huge. Huge. No, yeah. but no, but Christmas, it isn't fun for everybody, and I'm having to keep my mind, or at least kind of my, put those glasses on when I talk to people now. It's like, hey, Christmas is, because it's my favorite holiday. It's my family's favorite holiday. Uh, the closest date that someone was lost was my sister, and that was in October. It was early October. That was, I, a, that was a number of years ago, though. Right. But still. It's not as fresh for Christmas, but I don't even think like the first Christmas back then was that. I mean, it was a big deal, but it wasn't. It didn't really affect Christmas that you much. You were too young to probably even yeah, was, realize how much it affected 16. your mom and dad, really. Right. I mean, you got kids now, so imagine. Yeah, now it's, it would be a big deal. It's a whole other level when you got your own kids. Right. I think the older you get, the more you figure it out. You, you have a lot more um, sympathy yeah. towards others who there's, there's no saying just suck it up because you're, you're sucking everyone else's phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it is legitimately, I'm um, very sorry yeah. that you're going through that. Yeah. I mean, I, I have really come a long way because for a lot of years, Christmas was not cool for me. I didn't like Christmas for two reasons. First of all, my parents divorced. And so then when they were both alive, my dad's since gone on. So, so it was always like his Christmas, her Christmas. It was all this, you know, which as a kid, you had nothing to do with it, but there's, you know, that self blame that you get. And then they didn't really have a, uh, you know, a very amicable separation. So it was, you weren't talking about dad with mom. You weren't talking about mom with dad and all that. So, that was always kind of a bummer. Then you have my own family. <clears throat> and then 
then, I mean, to complicate things, you become a pastor. And I know this is a very, this is kind of very in-house shop kind of thing. But when you're in a pastor, when you're a pastor, I mean, you're preaching Christmas, you're in Christmas. But I mean, you know this, we're already planning the week before Easter. Right. (laughs) I mean, it's like, I want to enjoy this, but I'm already like three months ahead. You got to flip a switch. I'm learning more and more that everything in life is a, is a switch that you got to flip. To well, people don't like us that have switches and have little compartments, though. No, it's not very. You're not being relational. I know, but it keeps our sanity. But you have to choose to be present. <laughs> and that my, doesn't mean necessarily just looking at them. No, because you could check out while you're looking at somebody. My my. <laughs> well, there's there's the appropriate cultural. You know what? What is appropriate? I've learned to put my phone down. Yeah. When I'm sitting across from someone, yeah. that was a challenge. Which says I'm paying attention to you now. And then I learned to lock eyes. You're scaring you me. You know, seventy five percent of the <laughs> please of the look at your phone. You're scaring me. <laughs> is locking eyes, but I can look at your eyes and be thinking about twelve other things Hello. and planning other things, and then having the realization that I'm not paying attention to you, and then like snap back. And, and then you have to decide whether or not you're going to fake that you actually understood what was going on for the last couple of minutes. Right. But well, the good thing is a lot of people just chit-chat, and then the point of their story is not until the end. But, you know, if you have a real good friend, you can say, listen, man, I just kind of checked out there. What were you saying? Yeah. That's what I have to do with my wife. I am so sorry. <laughs> I just realized what you said is vital for me knowing. <laughs> so can you repeat the important part? Yes. I'm very the sorry. The kids are playing in the street. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but that that's that's what the holiday looks like, at least for me. Yeah. Is choosing. Do you like run Thanksgiving and Christmas together, those two separate things for you? Two separate. How long how much longer do you think that how much longer do you think that's gonna be in society that we actually have a separate holiday for Thanksgiving or is it just is it just gonna Thanksgiving just gonna fade away and just I think be, it might die off with the next with the what is the new generation? Uh, XYZ Elemental P. I, I think they're called, called Centennials. Centennials. This, with the centennials, I think it will Gen Z. I think it will disappear. I don't. It's already commercially lost value. Yeah, it's it's more about sales. Than as soon it as is. Halloween is over, it's Christmas all day. Right, but as soon as as soon as the sale is over, the holiday is past. Like Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving is more Black Friday than it is Thanksgiving. For the newest generation, in That's my true. opinion. And are so, you black? Are you a Black Friday shopper? You ever done that? I have done it, and I learned from experience not to do it. I did it once. There's no need to do it. I got a guitar. It I, depends what you buy. I if it's a, a car, you I had have to wait to in line. Present. Bought a guitar, but, but I, you know, I didn't save that much money. I maybe say it was a twenty percent deal. So maybe, you know, I could have found it online or whatever. I'm the online guy. I'm super online now. How much of your shopping's online? I would like it to be more. <laughs> you you absolutely do not want to go out then i i, I was on the that, west side of town last night which for those of you who don't know that's the busy side of town here in uh, spring patch and i'll tell you what the traffic's crazy you can't take veterans now the no. main yeah, illinois the main state route four no. you got to stay off of it especially and it's like everybody decides in november early december that i have to be out every night i have to be on the west side of town and that ruins your day-to-day needs. Like, we just went to Target just to grab 
like a grocery item. That was crazy. Why would you go to Target? And that that was a bad decision. That was a bad decision. <laughs> but if that happened in September, nobody'd be there. Right. I'm actually sitting in the traffic last night going to a Christmas party. You were at it. And uh, you were at it. You were there. Sorry. Yes. Correct English. That's a dangling participle, by the way. That's one of the few parts of speech I remember. I'm about to Google that later. You're, you're PS 186, so. Hashtag 186. You didn't get much past nouns and verbs, did you? No, they just wanted <laughs> us to get through so we could apply at McDonald's. <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting in this traffic last night and uh, going to a party that you were going to be at as well. And I literally thought to myself, this traffic is sucking the joy out of my life. <laughs> That's what I said to myself. Because as bumper to bumper, we're not moving. You I, have to be intentional about going through town. I got a pretty short fuse this time of traffic, the year. Though. We thankfully, uh, my parents watched our kids, and they live right off the highway. But we get to take the MacArthur exit over by Shields, where it's not nearly as busy. And that gave us the opportunity to go through town, the back way to the restaurant, not on Veterans. Yeah, traffic. So online shopping is the way to go. Plus, if you get some, you know, some money back from where you shop, all the better. I don't know how brick and mortar is going to make it much longer. You know, the sign in front of the local uh, uh, lawnmower repair place was: if you keep buying your parts online, there's going to be nobody around here to put them in for you because you're going to put the small business out of business. I want to support local business. I do too, but when they're 25 percent more than where I can get it online, that's a tough call. Yeah, you have to be intentional. I mean, it's almost like brick and mortar. They're going to have to start. They're going to have to at least offer something that you can't get online, which is personal touch. But if the customer service isn't there, and then the other other reason to go there is going to have to be for repairs. Service. Service. Yeah. Well, isn't that what Best Buy did with the Geek Squad or whatever? Yeah, that that is the the reason to go to Best Buy is because I can order it online and go pick it up. The worst reason to go there is for customer service because hands down, I think Best Buy is some of the suckiest customer service alive. I don't think I've ever needed it. I think if you're going go to go to any store, don't go on the weekend because what you got on the weekend is you got the part timers, you got the guys that like I don't know. Let's I'm looking for a you know a widget that does a thingamajig and oh I don't know. Let's go look and we'll see. I'm like, well, that's not why I came here. I came here for you to tell me what exactly I needed. Yeah, you have to go on a Thursday at two o'clock because that's that. the guy that that's his job. He's a forty hour a week guy there, the and so he knows that the that that's not going to work. Yeah, I don't. Granted, I'm a tech guy. So I'm not at Best Buy for service. When I get a virus on my computer, which I don't, I wouldn't go to Best Buy because I download the software to take the virus right, off. Right, but you're you're unusual though. Right, but let, let's talk about lawnmower. I don't have a lawnmower. You're Mister Townhouse. I, I rent, and my landlord takes care of everything. But if my if my lawnmower broke, you need a lawnmower guy. Like I got I got a lawnmower guy. I'd have to call the lawnmower guy. Oh, uh, you don't want to call the lawnmower guy. You need a guy. Right. Because the lawnmower guy is going to charge you $180 and your guy will charge you $100. Right. That's, you know. But it's a, it's a reciprocating issue between buying online and buying local. The local guy, I need an honest guy if he's local. I need to be able to trust him. And I need him to give me honest prices. 
versus the convenience of if right. but if I order online I have to wait two days. Even if it's prime. Well, well that's that's becoming a shorter and shorter time span too. You They're know, down you to get, a day in some I know. If it's stocked in a larger and sold market. by Amazon it's a day. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. But I'm still waiting. Most of the things I don't mind waiting a day for, a day or two. I'll check if Best Buy has it. Yeah. And if it's at the same price as Amazon. You'll drive? I'll make the drive. I'll purchase it so I won't have to shop for it. I I don't have to worry about it being in stock because I've already bought it online. If I buy something really expensive, I want to be able to get my hands around the neck of whoever sold it to me. That's why if something's like super right. expensive, gosh, I want, I'd want i like to buy it local. Because you can buy cars online now. I don't understand it. Why would you buy something like that that you can't put your hands on and, and, and drive it? But if you're Joe Blow, who just has, you know, has $500 a month extra to spend on a loan, a car loan, maybe buying it online isn't the worst thing and having it delivered to your house. <laughs> well, that's the same guy that's, uh, that's uh, you know, taking his car to the dealership to get it fixed. Right. Yeah. But there's obviously a market for that because it exists. Buying a Tesla, you buy it online. Do you? You buy Teslas online. Not a Tesla dealership? Not around us. I mean, there is such a thing, isn't there? Maybe where they're made. But I don't think there's a... I think there's Tesla-approved mechanics and shops, but... I mean, if if I owned a Tesla and it broke, where would I take it to get it fixed? You'd have to contact Tesla and figure out where you can take it. Really? It's like an iPhone. Your iPhone breaks. You're not taking it to AT&T. For Verizon, you have to take a trip. We have to, our closest. We have an authorized seller in town, but we live in Spring Patch. But if we actually want to get it fixed, <clears> we have to go to St. Louis, right. the Galleria Mall in St. Louis, which is almost two hours away, right? Yeah, yeah. And you have to make an appointment. There's Merry, the local service. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. All right. Well, that's interesting. So you're done with your Christmas shopping? No. <laughs> well, I ordered my last thing online last night, and it'll be here before Christmas, so I'm totally done. Of course, I'm, I just get for my wife, right? for sure. And Cheryl tells me what we're getting for the kids, generally, grandbabies. Well, that makes it easy on you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. Every year, though, I say, she says, she says, Eric, we're, we're not getting Christmas presents for each other because we're doing X, Y, Z. Because we're at an age, that we, if we want something, we just pretty much get it, you know? And, yeah. <clears throat> Which is cool, but you know you do like to open something on Christmas Day. And, but she always says, "Oh, we're not going to get, we're not going to get for for each other." So what does that mean? That means I still get her something. That means I still get her something. Right. I mean, husband. I don't get my wife. I, I don't. I don't because I don't want her to say, "Oh, my husband didn't get me anything," or that we just didn't get anything for each other. But I, I like giving presents. I'm kind, I kind of like giving presents. So, so I get her something, and then. On Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, whenever we open, I, I said, oh, yeah, babe, I got you this present. And she was, I thought we said we weren't going to get anything for each other. I was like, oh, well. But are you offended that she didn't get you anything? Deep down, 10%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 10% offended. <laughs> but in, in marriage, kind of the whole we're not going to do, we're not going to get for each other ends up being, okay, well, I got you some no, stocking not, not stuff. No, for not for her. Not for her. No? Uh, 100%. When she says I'm not going to get you anything, she means I'm not going to get you anything. So couple weeks ago i said you know what you know every year when we say we're not going to get something for each other i always get you something have you noticed that well yeah i said you know what i said yeah yeah you know 
I want something. I want something. And it's not that I need something. I don't need anything. But just give me something to open. You know what she likes, though? She likes knickknacks. I'm over knickknacks. Like little things. Set a little thing out. Okay, well, then what this is, the next topic is <laughs> buying something someone needs versus buying something that they don't need. You hope that they want it. Right. I'd rather have the money so I can go get exactly what I want. And, and I know that's just so selfish, but, you know. Let us let, okay, let's say I want this microphone. I want a microphone. I'm thinking, I want a new microphone. Do I tell my wife I want a new microphone and just take, you know, potluck as to whatever she shows up with? Oh, no. Or do I say, babe, what I want is I want a BR549. I want this particular one. Then there's no, there's no aha when I open it. So why don't you give me the money? <laughs> I'll go get it. Oh, by the way, it's the shared checking account, so I just bought it for myself this afternoon. Right. There's not a whole <laughs> lot of secrecy. At least, you know, our, our our checking account is shared. So if she buys something, I get a text on my phone. Immediately? Immediately knowing oh, that something left my no, account. No, that's no good. It, at least, you know, if it was a what couple I have weeks, to do you is, could float the check for a couple of weeks, and then she wouldn't know until after Christmas. Well, we look at the Christmas budget, and then we have to take out cash. And I give her cash to do whatever she needs to do to be able to buy something secretly for me. <laughs> That's the only way. I know, but, but I'm also the guy that says. Do you totally trust her judgment in getting you something that she, that you know that you'll like, or do you ever? I have to listen. Tell this her, is in the man cave, so tell me. I mean, is it like, oh my gosh, like that's nice with that kind of plastic? She smile. doesn't. She learned not to buy things that I don't ask for. Well, then there's no surprises. But I feel just as loved. Really. When I say, here's a list of five things that oh, I appreciate. Oh, I see. So it's, there's still a little bit of a gamble there Here's the you. link to all of these. But you don't know which of the five you're going to get. No. So then it's still a surprise. Okay. I, I'm down with that. that that's that been a happy medium. I understand that. Surprise versus don't buy me something I don't want. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we have money to buy things for each other that we don't want. What's going to happen, though, over the years? Because you're still a young, young stallion. I'm... A little more seasoned. Thank you. <laughs> Married, you know, I'm pushing 40 years of marriage here soon. So 35. So, you know, it's like after a while, you just, I wanted a book. I, I, I wanted to buy a book last week. So I just bought the book. I could have held off and said, hey, would you get me that for Christmas? I guess. Anyway. Well, what are you getting for Christmas? I have nothing, probably nothing. Well, we've said we're not getting anything. I've already got her two things. Right. Which but you're, you're hard to buy gifts for, even as, like, you've been in my life since I was five. Yeah. And I don't even know what to get you. Because there's just some people, like you just said, if you want something, you just go get it. Pretty much. And so it's not like I can buy you something that you want, but I know you well enough to get you something reasonable that you might appreciate. Yeah, I, I like... And if you don't use it... Thoughtful things. Whatever. Yeah. But I just want you to know <laughs> that I thought about you. Right, right. Then that's really what gifts are, right? I think the last thing I bought you was like a, a fishing hat, like an Under Armour fishing hat. And yeah. I saw you wore it in Guatemala. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm glad he got to use yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's come I down to. I still have that hat. I'm almost 30 now. And now my gifts are, I hope they get to use it. Functional. I'd rather give functional gifts over. Uh, here's this picture of me, or what do we you just do gave, with school pictures, man? <laughs> we just gave you guys a Christmas card. Yeah, 
Or we gave it to Cheryl. I don't my wife. I haven't know. seen it, bro. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but but like that's a gift that it's just something you gotta do, I guess. Like that's something Ariel wanted to do. Christmas cards. Some people are like really into Christmas cards, some people not so much into Christmas cards. We spent the money, Vistaprint, gave them out. Straight up Vistaprint cards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, even as a graphic designer, I said I'm just gonna disclaimer, Vistaprint is not a sponsor of this program. But they're welcome to be. They're welcome to be. <laughs> Put in code man cave. Man cave when you check out. <laughs> Can you imagine they start people start putting man cave in with the code and But a Christmas card is exactly a gift for I don't care if they throw it away or if they put it on their fridge. My but, daughter gave me a Christmas card last night. I'm thinking, why are you giving me a Christmas card? I mean I thought it's nice, but yeah. you know. But you got a at least you got a gift from her. But she's obviously your daughter, so she's probably going to get you something else. But, like, we gave Christmas cards. Then you got to decide who who gets a card. That's tough. There's a cutoff just, like, inviting people to weddings and stuff. Those suckers are expensive. Even the cheap ones, I feel like, man, I'm. it's not a throwaway gift. But I'm not looking for anything in return. And at 55 cents a stamp nowadays, you're going to hand deliver yeah, them boogers, aren't you? What? I didn't even consider that cost. We just went and bought a book of stamps. Oh, well, there you and go. And once you buy the book of stamps, it's just, well, you need to mail it. So when is it going to be appropriate to give digital Christmas cards? I've been getting digital Christmas cards from my uncle for years. Blue Mountain something or other. I don't know. They come in, and then they know whether or not you've opened them. Really? And then the card says, would you like to respond with a Christmas card? And I'm <laughs> like, dude, there's pressure there. I just can't live with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I hope like I hope my wife gets me something. I still have to buy. What would hers. you like? Well, then that's an issue too, because I, you know, like I want an acoustic guitar, right? But I want the one that I want. That's see, now you're talking. But there's no way in the budget that right? that makes sense, right? So not, I can't ask for that. Not now. No. And if I do, then she's like, "Well, I can't get that for you." So now Christmas is ruined. It's not ruined. It's not <laughs> ruined. It's so just now, that that. I mean, yeah, you just can't get a Ferrari right now or so we, whatever. I mean, we made each other a, Amazon wish list. There's always something you can't afford to have. There's a list as long as my arm of things I can't afford to have. You just have to reach a place in your life. You go. That's just not. That's not. I can't put that on the list. So now our gifts to each other are like a Yeti cup. That's nice. Or I like I like pocket knives. You do like knives, like ones that go like. Ksing. Like Not it. a switchblade. No, no. But Although the, they are legal the in quick, Illinois now. Yeah, I have a FOIA. I can carry one. But like the quick open pocket knives that clip on the pocket. Like I like those. I would not mind having more than I need of those. Or, I think every does. I think most guys, the man cave talk. Most guys have a thing they like collect, or that's their deal. Right. I Based mean, upon income level. Yeah, wealthy guys collect cars. I'd like to collect guns. <laughs> Guns, guns is a very expensive hobby. But right now I collect knives. I think, you know, any hobby, when you really get into it, becomes expensive. Like right now. Oh, I like. Yeah, doesn't okay, here's, here's, here's the prime example. When I uh, became a fisherman, I mean, not, not, not like a put a bobber on a line, sit on the dock, and, and put a worm on a hook kind of thing. But when I became a fisherman, holy cow. I mean, now you're looking at. $100 rods, $150 rods, $150 reels. I mean, you're spending 
big bucks. So I think anything. Oh, I like knives. Okay, if you really like knives, not just you know, a knife that goes right. click when you take it out of your, you know, oh, but, but like, oh, well, this is a, uh, you know, you watch any of those knife shows on TV, like where they make stuff I made the mistake of researching steel the different metals. And, oh, there you go. Yeah. And then I realized that my knives suck. See, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. And then I looked up the cost of a proper knife. A proper knife. Which based is, upon the YouTubers that talk about it. Yeah. That's where you find out everything. What would a proper knife cost me? $250. Just right out of the chute. Just, you're, not, you're not even going out of the door with something less than 250 Not if you want a real knife. A real knife. You're going to get a... That's what I mean. You're going to get a blade that doesn't break and that takes longer to dull. You're I mean, also d- going to get something. It doesn't break. At some point, you think to yourself, how often? I mean, what do you cut? You cut the package. You, you're cutting the It's not about packing. what I need it for. It's <laughs> about what I could use it for. You're cutting the, you're cutting the packing tape off your Amazon box. Is right. You're cutting with it. Right. But so, how, come on. How fast does it cut, though? You don't skin deer or anything. And there's the warranties, lifetime warranties. And, the, and then it really just depends on your friends. What does that mean? Like, if you need the... Hey Aaron, give me your knife to cut this, and right. I hand you my knife. Right. If I can make you go, oh, oh, that's quality. There's some, yeah, there's some prestige associated you know, with that. But if you were to also like knives, and I handed it to you, yeah, you'd go, you know, wow, you'd go like, like car guys, like or pens. You know, I like I like yes. the pens for, but these like Mont Mont Blanc Blanc pens. Have you seen these things? No, thousand dollars for a pen. Yeah, it's too much. I don't. You write. hand me a Pilot G two. I'm impressed. I don't write enough. So, I mean, my dad's a pen guy. Is he? He has upgraded his level of customer service to that he only carries one type of pen mm. and it's a quality pen. And he doesn't let a customer sign the paperwork when he's done. He hands them his pen right. with the paperwork to give them a good experience with the pen. That's with. smart. I love a good pen. I have a particular pen I like. It's, it's worse when you get a bad pen, paper mate roller balls. What do you do when you I get a bad pen? Where does it go? I throw it away. It goes in the trash. I absolutely throw it away. They're useless. I have a philosophy. Use it, love it, use it, or lose it. If I don't love it and I don't, it has no use for me, then I, I don't keep it. Right. Generally. I mean, things I have in my house here in the man cave, I, I love them. Nothing goes, I like that. I like that. Or I use that. But if it, why do I keep just... <sighs> you keep crazy. seasonal things. What do you mean? Like decorations. Because I use it. But if I don't use a seasonal decoration anymore, like I'm done with those ornaments, I got to give them away, give them to somebody. Right. So, well, we are at uh, that time of the day where we need to wrap this up. 27 minutes. Not bad. Three minutes to close. That's a 20-minute, 30-minute conversation from the Man Cave. This would be our inaugural discussion from right here in the confines of uh, Eric's Man Cave. 1962. Laugh, play, relax. Until next time. This has been the Man Cave. So long. Farewell. Auf Wiedersehen.